A few hours after my other Dot Connector video this week, it was officially announced that the Queen had died at the age of 96. And we are now officially in a period of 10 days of mourning. The nation is in mourning for the Queen. Well, anyone who's read my books over the best part of 30 years will understand why I am not in mourning and why I won't be joining this, from my perspective, grotesque exaltation of Queen Elizabeth II and her royal family. The public image of the Queen and royalty is so unbelievably different to the truth. And I've spent these decades researching the background, deeply into the background. And if people just knew who these people are, they would not be responding as they are today. I have met too many traumatized and often broken people, not just in Britain, but around the world, in Canada and Australia, and even America who have recounted the same story with compelling common themes of their experience of Queen Elizabeth II and other royals involved in satanic rituals in which these people were forced to take part. And so I will not, you will appreciate, be pulled into being told to eulogize the memory of the Queen as the latest thing. People were told to fear a deadly COVID virus Yes, sir. No, sir. Thank you, sir. I'll do that, sir. They were told to take a fake vaccine, which has taken out untold numbers of people and destroyed the health of more. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Anything you say, sir. They were told to believe in climate change. Yes, sir. In the manufactured conflict in Ukraine. Yes, sir. And now, the latest thing 
we're being told to worship the queen as some sort of goddess. And in the books over the years, I have one that comes to mind immediately called The Perception Deception. I have charted, detailed, and documented horrific stories involving the Queen and the British royal family in general. And so, no, I will not be wearing black or standing outside of some massive royal palace mourning someone and involved in eulogizing a family that has done the horrific things that I have uncovered and the victims of them have revealed. And I will not be pledging allegiance to the Queen's successor. Is he calling himself Charles III, Charlie Boy, a man who has no idea how everyone else in the country lives? given his privileged lifestyle, funded by the very people that royalty is a symbol of oppressing. And so Her Majesty now becomes His Majesty and the game goes on. And what I have been told over the years and what I put in the books about the satanic background to the royal family came to public attention. Kind of came and went, but if people were paying attention, they would have seen it. With the revelations about the record-breaking paedophile, Jimmy Savile, a disc jockey and BBC, quote, entertainer, who was not only a paedophile on an extraordinary level, but made his money and had his back watched the entire time by the establishment because he was procuring on an industrial scale children for the rich and famous. Savile, in his own words, described how he was brought into the inner circle around the Queen and Prince Philip and Prince Charles by 
A close buddy of the Queen called Lord Mountbatten. This was in the 1960s. Lord Mountbatten is a known paedophile. And when you think about that, here is a, a guy, he was what they called in the 60s a disc jockey, just played records on the radio and top of the pops. He's invited into the inner circle of the British royal family by a known paedophile. And this is a Jimmy Savile who was procuring children on an industrial scale for the rich and famous, not least in politics. Special Branch and MI5 and the Associated Network know everything about anyone who gets close to the British royal family and the Queen. They knew about Jimmy Savile and what he was. But the Queen and the royals didn't know. Why was there no investigation when the Savile revelations exploded into the association and relationship between Jimmy Savile and the British royal family and the Queen? Why? The cover-up of that connection and that association is as blatant as it is shocking. So no, I won't be wearing black and I won't be going in to mourning. In the late 1990s, I met a close friend of Princess Diana. And we had long conversations about the relationship between Diana and the rest of the royal family and Charles. The way she was treated and a lot of this never came out, a lot of it did, a lot of it didn't, was again grotesque. And she described her friend how Diana hated Savile, said he was sleazy, and yet and yet, Jimmy Savile, record-breaking paedophile and a Satanist, procurer of children for the rich and famous, was used by Charles, now the king, as a go-between during his marriage difficulties with Diana. Does anyone 
still believe that Diana's death in that Paris tunnel was an accident. If they do, then life membership of Naivety Anonymous will be perfectly appropriate. Now, I understand why many people in this country, indeed in the Commonwealth, will have a certain affection for the Queen, which comes from familiarity because she's been Queen for so long. She became Queen in the year I was born. So my entire life has, up to this point, had the Queen as the monarch. I remember as a small kid at infant school being um, taken to an aerodrome called Stoughton Aerodrome near Leicester because the Queen was coming on a visit to Leicester and I was told to line up with all the other kids and I was given a flag, a Union flag, told to wave it when the cars came past. I didn't know what was going on. But that's the last time I ever waved a flag for royalty or the Queen. It always seemed to me to be a nonsense that a single interbreeding family should have the right unchallenged to be head of state, not only in this country, but in Canada, in Australia, in New Zealand and the Commonwealth. It seemed insane to me that the head of state was being chosen by who had sex with who in what bloody order. But familiarity is the enemy of perception so often. You get so used to something being there, you don't question it. But I always have, because it has seemed to me to be such a nonsense, a nonsense in the Christian church, the Church of England, where they talk about thou shalt not worship false idols while having a false idol as the head of their church. And I bet the Christian church is now eulogizing the queen, or I'm sure they are, no question about it. And the deeper I got into it, and the more nonsensical it became, the more my head was shaking that this institution still existed. And the way that the monarch 
the Queen now Charlie boy, a Pratt suffering from arrested development, is now treated with such awe and reverence. Here's some royal protocols that people are expected to follow. The Queen, address her as Your Majesty, then Ma'am, do not touch the Queen, do not offer to shake the Queen's hand unless she extends her hand first. Never wear gloves when you shake the Queen's hand. In fact, you should never wear gloves in the presence of royalty. It's okay to make light contact with royalty as you shake hands. And as you do so, say, how do you do? Not, pleased to meet you, it's nice to meet you. Only British people are to curtsy and bow to the Queen. That'll be the bloody day throughout her reign. Always stand when the Queen enters the room and never turn your back on her or walk in front of her. All this now applies to Charlie Boy, a Pratt. When meeting any member of the royal family, do not touch or invade their personal space without a clear invitation. Attire also plays an important part. Better not to have bare arms. Ooh. Hats are always an appropriate choice for special daytime occasions. Don't call royalty by their nicknames. You mean like Charlie Boy. Guests, wait for this one. Royalty eulogizing people of Britain. Guests start and stop eating when the Queen does. Now, Charlie. The word toilet is considered vulgar, instead use lavatory. Always refer to royalty by their titles, never names. How is your majesty? Now, uh, not how is your Father. And then you look at the dosh that we, so many people now in desperate times, the dosh that is thrown at these people and the unbelievably extreme privileged way they live their lives. Prince Charles's 101 strong staff includes butlers, four chefs, and three dressers. He can't even dress himself. He received in 2122 over 23 million pounds from the Duchy of Cornwall, which just given all this land and property because he's royal. And he got a million quid from the sovereign grant given to the monarch by the government. 
Now he is going to pick up even more through another duchy, the Duchy of Lancaster. And, and this story says, previous royal valet, Michael Fawcett, who rose to become CEO of the Prince's Foundation before resigning in November 2021, after offering to assist a donor in securing a knighthood, reportedly counted among his duties in the 1980s putting toothpaste on Charles Ziz's toothbrush. These are the people currently being eulogized and all along funded by the population. And the royal institution is such a symbol of how the few have always controlled the many. Here we have people who've been taken through COVID, taken through the fake vaccination, taken through the hoax of climate change, taken through the Ukraine conflict by this network, this global cult, of which the royal family in Britain are a part. And what has happened? Society is being dismantled for the World Economic Forum global cult Great Reset, the transformation of global society. People are struggling to find the money to pay for the soaring energy bills and food bills. And yet, a blatant symbol of everything that has caused that is now being subjected to goddess-like acclaim. In this quote from the new British Prime Minister, Liz Truss, who said this of Charles III. We offer him our loyalty and devotion. He's a prat. We must come together to support him, to help him with the awesome responsibility that he now carries for all of us. What a load of bollocks. But that's the nonsense that surrounds the ludicrous institution of royalty. And of course, Charles III, Charlie Boy, is a massive advocate of the World Economic Forum and its Great Reset. He is a massive advocate of transforming human society with all the implications we're now seeing for energy, supply and cost. On the back of the lie, the ludicrous lie of human-caused global warming climate change. He flies to World Economic Forum events in Davos in private jets and then turns up in an electrical car to show how green he is 
driven by someone else, of course. So we now have a king who is absolutely on board with the World Economic Forum and its satanic agenda for the world. Here's an example. Case, we have no alternative because otherwise, unless we take the action necessary and we build uh, again in a greener and more sustainable and more inclusive way, then we will end up having more and more pandemics and more and more disasters from ever, ever accelerating global warming and climate change. So this is the one moment, as, uh, as you've all been saying, when we have to, 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 to make uh, as much progress as we can. So the cult is going to milk Charlie in every way it can to promote its agenda, the one he so vehemently supports. But I've been saying for, um, well, quite a time now, that when the Queen goes, royalty as an institution will follow. Not saying it'll happen tomorrow, I'm saying the process of it happening will start to move in earnest. And the whole institutions of royalty around the world where you have one monarch by bloodline dictating everything through the ages has served the interest of the global cult magnificently. But now, in the Great Reset, it's about a global government dictating to every community on earth where there is no room for any vestige of national sovereignty and therefore, and for other reasons, royalty is no longer needed and it will disappear. It's only a case of when. And it should disappear. Not for the reasons the World Economic Forum wants and demands, but it must go because it is a, a symbol of how for all these millennia, and beyond, the few have controlled the many. And if we're going to bring an end to that, and we must, and give freedom back to people, then the institution of royalty must go. Like I say, not for the reasons that Klaus Schwab and his mob want, but for reasons of freeing the people from the yoke of institutionalized hierarchical oppression. As the poet Shelley said, shall we not put aside the things of childhood 
and look to the day when fabled stories of nobles and kings will be forgotten like broken toys, and the sceptred crown and mouldy throne gather dust and wither as true nobility is discovered in the breast of every man. And that is the process that the institution of royalty is there to stop. It is so fundamental to the system establishment of control. Do you know, we don't even have a people's government. We have Her Majesty's government, now His Majesty's government. Do you know, we don't even have a political opposition for the people. We have Her Majesty's, His Majesty's most loyal opposition. Look at all the institutions of state. They're not the people's institutions. They are her, his majesty's institutions. Through all our lives, her majesty's this, her majesty's that. Not the people's, not even the government's, because it's her government, now his. And... It's not just the symbolism. It's actually the way royalty plays out in terms of control. But the symbolism is massive. I've done a, another Doc Connector this week, which you can see on davidike.com, all about the importance and the reason for symbolism and why it's all around us. And uh, I was interested to see, given that in that video, I talk about the meaning of the symbol of the rainbow, that on the announcement of the Queen's death, there were rainbows appearing over Buckingham Palace and Windsor Castle. And... If you go to davidike.com, you'll see something of the ubiquitous nature of the rainbow and what it potentially really means. So here we are at the end of a, a massive era in Britain, as long as I've lived. And what you're supposed to say, apparently, is the queen is dead, long live the king. Well, if we go on doing that and saying that, nothing's going to change. How about that it's slavery that needs to die and it's freedom that needs to live. And part of that is getting rid of this nonsense called royalty.
because it's been here far, far too long already.